Well, here we are at the pointy end of season six and uh, fitting that that was an Arya Stark reference because this is one of her episodes. Her plotline in Bravos has been wrapped up and plenty of discussion online as to whether that was a satisfying ending. Uh, I'll be discussing it with Lee Namo from comedy group Axis of Awesome. They are at Axis of Awesome on Twitter and he is at Lee Namo on Twitter as well. Lee has read all the books twice, much like myself. Didn't brag there, no big deal. We're going to discuss the Arya plotline, the unfolding hound plotline, what's going on in Marine and a King's Landing and the siege at River Run, where we feel all those characters are up to, whether it's satisfying and what could possibly be next in the two episodes to come. Stuff in here for book people and for TV people as well. So let's get into it. Lee Namo, we're discussing season six, episode eight, Game of Thrones. It's called No One. Thank you for uh, coming in and joining me on Valar Podcasters. Hey, thanks for having me. Um, so, um, the episode is episode eight. No one is the title of the episode. And um, we all knew it was going to be an episode about Arya mm. because no one. Yep. And also because like for a whole week, there were like so many theories around Arya and like, you know, what's going on. And last week when I spoke to Dean, we were talking about like, oh my God, is, is it like a fight club thing? Is it a fake out thing? All of that. And then this episode started and I was like, no, she just got stabbed, but now she's better. Yeah, I was, I, I listened to that episode and I also read that theory and I was really disappointed that they didn't go in that direction. Like, don't they read, don't they read the internet <laughs> week by week? Do you think like, I read this article and they were saying that theories are the new spoilers. Right. So that, like, the idea is if we all sit around coming up with all these fantastical theories, all it's going to do is disappoint us if yeah. they don't happen. Yeah. Or, and if they do happen, it's like, well, told you so. Knew it. Yeah, I know, but should we be sitting here thinking up theories and saying what we think? I mean, that's engaging with the show. That's getting, like, oh, I'm just like, man, I know. I know we kind of spoiled it for ourselves a bit by coming up with like, even if you come up with like three exciting things, that means only one of them can happen. Yeah. I think you're right though. I think engaging with the show, like that just made me think that you should be allowed to engage with the show however you want to enjoy it. But if it's not enjoyable for you to think of all these theories and then ruin it for yourself. Mm. You know that um, George R. R. Martin apparently used to read fan theories on the books and then if they got it right where he was going, he would change it? Because he doesn't want people to like, he hates fan fiction. He hates he hates people getting involved. Like his characters are like his babies. But I mean, I, I've read that someone, was either George or the two creators of the HBO show, someone has said that the ending has been guessed online. Yeah, it must have been. It by must now. have been. Like, there must be so many. But they're not saying like, oh, it's, it's the most popular theory or whatever. That's just some blog that no one reads could have guessed. Yeah, it. I I think like. There's a whole team of writers at HBO. They're all experts in writing. Their job is to come up with the most creative, exciting stuff. And the best they could come up with was, like, literally in the space of one evening, Aria got all those chest wounds just fixed. Yeah. Were they chest or were they stomach? That's pretty... I don't know. Look, I've got to say, I've been... There was half a dozen of them. <laughs> I've, been, uh, I've been working for the last four weeks in, a t- in my first TV writing job. And yeah. I can tell you... Uh... <laughs> I, I identify with them. They're probably doing what I'm doing, sitting around doing like probably two hours of solid work writing in the day and then eking out the rest of the day just because they've been told they have to work from nine to six. Oh, I love that. You're like, hey, hey, it's tough being a writer as well, okay? <laughs> no, no, it's not It's not tough. It's just that they're like, <laughs> I identify because it's not, 
that you, you don't work very hard. I just feel like like there's two ways. Like if you get stabbed a lot in the abdomen in Westeros, you can either like find a red priestess to bring you back from the dead or find an actress to feed you some soup. They're the yeah, two ways to yeah. get better. And like tie a bandage around you. Yeah. I was disappointed that she died, Lady Crane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so like I thought I thought she was going to like there was going to be some involvement with Arya and them. I and... know, and then that brings you back to the whole idea of like the faceless men and what their caper is. Because um, you've read the books. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So Only, in the, only twice. Only, only twice. twice, yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're the worst. Um, in the books, you know, the, the faceless men is, is a big thing. Like they, they crop up all over the place and, and there's lots of different ones. Whereas in this, in this TV show version, it almost feels like they've got an, uh, you know, a workforce of two. Arya's just <laughs> killed one of them and left. Yeah, so she has effectively halved their productivity. And now, like, what's Jack and Hagar going to do? How's he going to trip around Westeros? Like, yeah. I don't know, it's... But he also gets first pick of the faces. So <laughs> any face he likes. Yeah. Do you reckon, I know we're jumping ahead in the episode a bit, but when <laughs> Arya told him at the end, I'm, I'm Arya Stark and I'm going to go back, or whatever she said to him, yeah. he's like, hmm. Do you reckon no matter what happens, he's like, yeah, that was my plan all along? I don't know. And also the way he was like, a girl is no one now. And she's like, no, I'm Arya Stark. Like, was he just going, oh, shit. I thought she was no one. He's just, like, he's just too smug. He's too smug. No matter what happens, he's like, yeah, that's it. That's sweet. That's what I wanted. Yeah, you fell, fell right into my trap, <laughs> which was whatever was going to happen. And Arya made the waif fall into her trap. Yeah, which was, what, turning off the lights? Yeah. I wanted to see that fight, even oh. though it was in the darkness. Matt, seriously, the, the Battle of the Bastards next episode better be bloody amazing. What, we it, all... what is that? Well, because they're shaping up if, for next episode. is uh, The episode title is The Battle of the Bastards. Right. Jon Snow versus Ramsay Bolton. Oh. Yeah, like big episode nine battle. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, oh, it's going to be so epic. So I'm like, well, it bloody better be because we didn't get to see Arya kill the waif. We didn't get to see the blackfish die. Yeah. We want to bloody see some death. This is Game of Thrones. Such a good moment when, um, who was it who, who was like, uh, don't let the blackfish, uh, go, go and capture the blackfish. Mm. And that's, was it, um, what's, his, what's his nephew's name? Uh, Ed Muir. Ed Muir was like, go capture the blackfish. And the guy's yeah. like, yeah, okay, you, you, go capture the blackfish. Like, yeah. No one yeah, wants yeah. to do it. They're all, it just works down the chain. Until... And then it's just some nameless guy's like, he died in combat. I don't know. Maybe that's a fake out. You know how we're all taught, like, unless you see someone, like, specifically die on yeah. Game of Thrones, never assume they're dead? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and assume the blackfish is dead because I don't care about him enough. Like, I don't think we've, we've got, there's no emotional investment there. Yeah. Even Hodor, it was like, He's, he's literally said one word the whole time, <laughs> but we all care so much about him because he's got all this screen time, which Blackfish is like, mm, yeah, he's got some cool armor. We assume he's done some cool things. We've never seen him. <laughs> he could just have a really good uh, publicist for he all we know. He could have been a real badass. Yeah. I get the picture that he was, but we were never told it, right? But yeah, we didn't see the Blackfish die. We didn't see Arya kill the waif. Um, and even stuff like just, you know, Daenerys just, Coming in through the door. Yeah. Here I am. Like, yeah. well, we can't we can't afford to show her coming in. So let's just film it from the other side of the door and she can just walk in. Like we've we've exceeded our dragon quota for the season. Yeah. I just felt like this was a really convenient episode. And I guess it's because all of us were all coming up with all these theories of what's gonna happen, is this gonna happen, is that gonna happen? And when they just happen, you go, Oh, oh, that's very frustrating. And like I feel like Arya 
has basically just had a two-season-long training montage. Yeah, and then rejected all that training. Yeah. She's gone, actually, no, I'm not going to be a faceless assassin who can do whatever and go anywhere. I'm just going to go back to being myself. At the start of last series, at the start of series five, she arrived in Bravos. She went to the House of Black and White. She went there. She did some janitorial work, a bit mm-hmm. of internship. Useful, you know, character building. Yeah, then she drank her potion. She went blind. Yep. Uh, now, this series, she got hit with sticks a lot. Um, I think the last series, she also went around selling oysters and stuff like that. Yeah. She got hit with sticks. Uh, would she... Hung out with the actors. Yeah. Done would... a bit of thespianism. Yeah. Met the actor. Talked, talked about... How, here's some notes on your performance. You could do some, some, you know, put a bit more emotion in it, bit of Stanislavski, mix it up a little. Oh, great. Oh, suddenly rave reviews. That's really good. Also, um, don't drink that drink. That don't I drink poison. that drink. Put it definitely down the poison. Um, always great advice for any actor. Don't yeah. drink poison. Um, and then she gets attacked by the wife, get, um, gets better, kills the wife, and now says... All right, I'm going back to Westeros. It's like you were in Westeros. She did, though, create the world's first ever blood orange. Mm. Uh, the blood, blood on orange there. I thought, I thought that was a uh, Godfather reference. Ah. Because the oranges are always the symbol of death in the Godfather. Do you reckon it would go that far? Even the actors, I'm like, oh, come on. We all know who those actors playing the actors are. Mm. Cast unknown. Just well, t- it takes you out of it, I think. Um, there's a lot of self-referentialism. Yeah. Like when he was like, oh, how can I make this story interesting? Or, for example, when Arya said um, how I couldn't do it, I can't remember all the lines. Apparently that's what she said when she was first young and her... Someone was like, oh, you should be an actress. And she was like, no, I could never remember all the lines. Really? So it's what? Is it Maisie Williams? Yeah. So it was like on purpose, self-referential. I'm like, yeah, it's fun, but yeah, I don't know. You wouldn't you wouldn't get that in the bloody books, I tell you. <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't refer to himself. <laughs> well, apparently there's like Sir Robert of House Jordan. Oh, really? Who's like? Um, well, I take it back. Yeah, no, he does. Yeah, but that's you know who's having trouble writing a book. Yeah, exactly. He hates his fans. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm just kind of like. Have we seriously just watched all this for nothing? But she's got a so she's got to have skilled up. She's got. Yeah, but she was already skilled up. She she was taught to sword fight by the first sword of Bravos in series one. Yeah, for like like a week, right? Yeah, like still he's he pretty good. What was his thing like? Not today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What hey. do we say to the god of death? Not today. Well, that came true. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I did read an article as well, and I was kind of like, it made me roll my eyes a bit. But it was saying, like, Game of Thrones has lost its mojo. It's too scared to kill its characters. It could have killed Jon. It could have killed Arya, but it didn't. And it made me roll my eyes a bit because I was kind of like, oh, whatever, mate. Go write your own fantasy series in your treehouse. Like, and then kill all your characters yeah, and see where that gets you. I know. Um, but what do you reckon of that? I Well, I mean, it's been going from the books for so long. Now it's deviated. They're saying this latest season because it's deviated from the books. Yeah. yeah. I reckon we're going to see a big death. And I reckon I'll tell you who it is. And I reckon I'll say that now. I reckon I'm about to say it. I'm putting an, I'm putting my money down. I reckon Tyrion. Really? Yeah. There was a few moments in this latest episode when he just had a little bit of like, you know, when he um, him and Varys were were, yeah, yeah, were yeah. departing, and it's like, oh, hey, Varys. And I thought he was going to say something like, "Be careful" or something really yeah. cliched. I don't even remember what he said. He was like, I'm the most famous dwarf in the that's world. Right, something that's like right. that. Yeah. <laughs> There's plays about me, man. <laughs> yeah, true. But um, yeah, I okay. think there's just been enough sentimentality around him, enough like 
And and also, what's where's he got to go? He's proven that he's kind of useless now. Like in mm. Marine, he's just he's he, but he he's just up. been sitting in Marine waiting for the plot to catch up with him. Yeah, well, that's the thing. There's nothing left for him to do. Like he goes back and and also all the stuff with the actors and seeing how uh, the Cersei character being played by who I think was it Lady Crane yeah. who plays that character. Like mourning over Joffrey and saying she's going to kill Tyrion. It's like, oh, we forgot. Like Cersei herself has forgotten about it. She doesn't give yeah. a shit about him That's anymore. It. I look at where they were at two series ago. Like Tyrion on the run. Like he just shot his dad. He's yeah. on the run. He's bitter. He's angry. And in the books, he's so angry and he's so messed up. Whereas in the TV show, he's literally just been sitting in a drawing room for the last, you know... Five weeks. Well, he's also been running some good stand-up comedy courses. That's it. Pouring wine and cracking gags. Yeah. He is the worst stand-up MC, by the way. <laughs> Tell a joke. <laughs> Tell a joke. Like, warm, warm them up first, mate. Like, no wonder their jokes fall flat. <laughs> but it was good we got to see his food dream, that he wants to, uh, he wants to open a vineyard when he yeah, dies. Yeah, yeah. That was the other thing. Like MasterChef. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrion, uh, what are you here for? You what? are cooking for your life, Tyrion. What? I want to see you on a plate. I want to see you on a plate. Really, I just want to drink. <laughs> but that's the thing. When we, as soon as we get these, like, these deeper character wants and these, this sentimentality, bam, he's dead. Okay, all right. And I'm going to put it out there, eaten by a dragon. Oh. The the irony that he's obsessed with dragons. But he was down there in the pit before with them. Yeah. And that would have been a prime snacking moment if you were a dragon. Yeah. To be yeah. honest, uh, that was a joke that, that fell a bit flat, so I'll retract it now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's going to get eaten by a dragon. I think he's too friendly to the dragons. Like, he's too much of a, an ally. But I just, yeah. Someone's got to go, don't, don't you think? Yep. I, w- I was thinking um, maybe like Jamie or Brienne. Ah, well, on the last episode, you were talking about how you thought they were going to fight mm. this this season, and now it looks like maybe I felt like that was them parting ways. Yep. Though that was yep. when I agree. To see them yeah. together, but yeah. maybe, maybe that is telling that one of them won't make it because they've had their, you know, quote unquote romance. That was also quite funny, wasn't it? Like when they stormed the castle, and then like, you know, they start putting up the tapestries straight away, and then like the only person on the battlements, while Brienne's making her very slow and very obvious escape, like paddle slowly, Podrick, paddle slowly, and then like he's up there waving with his golden hand, and she's waving as well. There's no one else there to sound the alarm. Yeah, convenient. No one on sentry duty. Everyone is doing interior decorating. We are putting up these tapestries. No one is to watch the castle. It is good to see Podrick back, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of Podrick. Uh, and Bronn. They had a little um, bit oh, of interplay. Yeah. That was yeah. cute. Yeah. yeah. I, did Because I went, well, how did they know each other again? Was it like Blackwater Bay or something? Yeah. I reckon their connection is Tyrion. Yeah. Because Podrick, Podrick was, was Tyrion's, Tyrion's squire. squire. Mm. <laughs> Let's not talk at the same time. <laughs> same time. It makes it so hard, so to, hard edit. to edit. Okay. Well, now we're playing theatre sports. I know, this is not good. <laughs> this is not good podcast. Yeah, it's fun to see a little bit of rapscallion humour, like, you know, a couple of scoundrels sort of chatting and stuff. And I liked um, Jamie and Brienne. You know, I love their dynamic where they kind of have their conversations and there's so much more that more they want to say and they can't. Yeah. I think that's, like, I think that's pretty good. And the fact that Jamie did take River Run peacefully and... I think that was, and, and he had that little waving moment. It was, it was him just wanting to say so much that he couldn't. But then, on the same hand, like pun not intended, he's um, his speech with Edmure, he's still 
a really evil, in love with Cersei kind of guy. Do you think that means he's evil, though, just because he's in... Uh, this is a weird sentence. He's just because he's in love with his sister? <laughs> <laughs> Game of Thrones, I love that it's the show that can make you ask that. Yeah. Um, like, I don't think that makes him inherently evil. I think it makes him flawed. Well, he did say he'd put a baby in a catapult. Ah, uh, yes, well... I mean, come on, you'd watch that. <laughs> Especially Edmure's son. Like, what you'd a- do that to win your sister's love, wouldn't you? Mm. <laughs> oh, it's getting grimy. <laughs> what a, that, that son must be such a grub, like such a little... I reckon he'd be, he'd be like a John Aaron kind of character, like yeah. a really weak... Yeah. You'd want to put him in a catapult. I mean, to be honest, I want to put John Aaron in a catapult, and he wasn't even in the episode. Um, Ro- oh, John, sorry, Robin Aaron? Yeah. Robin. Oh, yeah, yeah, as in um, Sweet Robin. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I guess, but again, the River Run stuff, like, again, look at Jamie's last two seasons. He went away to Dawn, he dressed up as a Dornishman, had all this gallivanting around with Bronn, and you want a bad pussy, and all that. And <laughs> Making a face, because I don't remember that. <laughs> when the Sand Snake girl was, like, right at the end when Bronn's about to leave, and he's like, you want a bad, you want a good woman, but you need the bad pussy. <laughs> oh... <laughs> Have we seen the last of the Sand Snakes? That's it. They were just killed off in episode one, right? Mm. Or not? They weren't killed off, but the plot line was. Mm. So that was all for naught. Yeah. And yeah. now all of this in the in River Run, it's like oh, the Blackfish is dead, and the castle seems pretty wrapped up, and he's going to go back to King's Landing. Like again, it's like another one of those plot lines where you're like, "What the hell is going on here?" Yeah, maybe it's just. I don't know who 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 is advancing. Who whose characters are like Jon Snow? I guess has had some yes. pretty big stuff happen. Yeah, this has been a Jon Snow season. It felt like an Arya season, but then it's definitely not a Tyrion season. Definitely not a Jamie season. I mean, Daenerys, I, yes, good stuff. The house burnt that that house burning the way she did that. Still, she's just basically left Marine to come back to Marine. Yeah, but now she's with got a, an army with a Kalazar. Yeah. yeah. Although I don't know how the the horse people are going to fight the ships. <laughs> That's my question. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're playing Age we're of Empires. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> we're going to get you on the land. We're going to get you on the sea. <laughs> They're just oh, elevated music. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but, you know, it's, been, it's been a good hound season. Yeah. I enjoyed the hound. Considering he was dead at the start yes. of it. Um, yeah, that's really cool. Good to, see, good to see his wang. Was it? From a distance. <laughs> Uh, do you think it was a real Wang, like the the actor, or do you think it was a fake Wang, like, like a, Hodor, like a stunt Wang? Yeah. When did did we see Hodor's Wang? Like in season two. Uh, yeah, okay. he did like a nudie run. I mean, let me just check your your Wang diary. <laughs> <laughs> Dear diary, classic Wang today. Um, I reckon stunt Wang. Yeah, I mean, it was too far away. Yeah. I mean, even Zoom enhanced wouldn't. <laughs> but uh, you're speaking that like a real expert. <laughs> you can edit this out. You can I was seeing veins out. on that thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not editing that out. That's in. I'm keeping the wang in. Okay. It's good to have the hound back, but the whole Tom and no more trial by combat thing really yeah. stymied that whole dream of ours. Yeah. To have well, Clegane Bowl. To quote from um, Cartman, I hope Tommen was wearing a condom when he fucked his mum like that. <laughs> <laughs> that was harsh. I know. And Kevin as well. Yeah. <sighs> okay, the prevailing theory around her, and I mean, it's been highlighted a lot with her talking about, I'll burn them to the ground and all this sort of stuff, is that when Kyburn whispered it, that the rumours are true. Oh, yeah. Is that... The rumours are all the wildfire which Tyrion used in the Blackwater battle, which right. the Mad King put there, which we saw at the, you know, in Bran's vision, is that 
she's going to detonate. She's going to go nuclear on King's Landing. Whoa, that'd be something. That would be just nuts. So we didn't we didn't know what that theory was because wasn't there no. a point earlier in the season when they had a conversation about that? Don't know. I, I, I was watching it and I felt there were two big mysteries in this one. One is where is Varys going and the other one is what's Cersei's scheme. Yeah. So Okay, so Cersei's scheme. I'm, I'm down with that, down mm-hmm. with Wildfire. Like I can't. Can't think of anything else. What do you What do you think Ferris is going? Or as I call him, various, because because uh, <laughs> I'm like that. Yeah, it's always the way when you read read these characters, and then suddenly you're like, "That's not how you pronounce Caitlin." Or like Catelyn, 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 Catelyn. I'm like, no, it's Caitlin, mate. I don't want I don't want to spoil, but just to to tangent on Catelyn for a second. Yeah. Like now that the Hound has met up with Beric Dondarrion and Thoros. Yeah. That's. You know where that's going. Okay, so it, I'm sure that there are people here who don't want to hear internet theories and book spoilers and stuff like that. So, so should we not? No, nah, we... let's just tell them to just mute the volume for three minutes. Um, you're talking about Lady Stoneheart. Yeah, is that who? Is that what they call her? Yeah. Because um, I've, I've been waiting for her this whole season. I've been waiting for her for three seasons. I personally reckon that if they were ever going to bring her back, it would have been that episode. No, but now the Hound's met up with them, but so they... we have a vehicle to, like a character why don't we they know. Just do it. Because oh, they've got to fill, I don't know, however many seasons without books now. The amount of times in um, last night's episode that they mentioned Catelyn, it was in about four or five different conversations. Blackfish said that she's that, that Sansa's exactly like her mother. Yeah, Jamie was talking about it with Ed Muir. Um, they were talking about it with the um, either the Brotherhood Without Banners or I mean Brienne as well. Yeah. Everyone was going on about it. And it was just like, if... And then the the, the Brotherhood Without Banners and Thoros of Mirror were sitting there talking about bringing people back from the dead. There was a hanging scene. It was all there for the taking. Then that's and, it. That's what's happening next episode. And everyone will go nuts and it, there won't be a death. It'll be her coming back. I reckon, I reckon next episode will be all Jon Snow and then episode 10. Mm. Okay, we'll see her back before the end of this season though. We've got to. That, like there's so many mentions, I hadn't picked up on that, but they're seeding. Yeah, they're they, seeding. yeah. It felt I was nudging. I was sitting next to Luke, um, and I like who I've done this podcast with before, and I was nudging him the whole time. Every time <laughs> her name was mentioned, I was nudging him, and nothing. So, well, I don't reckon. I reckon she's. I reckon it's gone. I reckon that ship has sailed. But how how can they? Because she comes back in the books. Yeah, I don't know. They don't have strong Belwas either. <laughs> yeah. Yes, pivotal or character. Peggy, the female dwarf who Tyrion's running around with. Oh, look, all strong points. Yeah, uh, these all right. are big pivotal, uh, yeah, exactly. pivotal characters. <laughs> what? Apologies if that did spoil anything for you. Um, and we're back. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see what else because there's. I oh, think we've covered off pretty much all the plot from this episode. There was a great moment of we talked about Clegane uh, with with um, the Juggalos or whatever they're called, the, <laughs> the Juggalos, the cult, the cult members. Who yeah, came all right. in And yeah. he ripped one of their heads off. That was yeah. a pretty great moment. Oh, this disappointing. The guy who attacked <laughs> <Juggalos>. him. <laughs> My favorite is Dino calls um, calls him like the Lizard King because <laughs> of his thinks- like weird skin. I'm like, <laughs> The Lizard King versus the Juggalos. It finally <laughs> happened. That was a bit of a fizzer as well. I felt like, because she was like, I choose violence. And he ripped the head off and stuff like that. Yeah. I reckon up until that point, she was going to get her trial by combat. And all those other guys would have run straight back to the Sparrow and yeah. gone, oh, we are not going to go up against <laughs> this guy. Well, that's kind of Cersei's downfall, isn't it? She's yeah. just, she's, she's too 
like strong too quick. Like she's got no subtlety. True, too transparent. She's a hammer. Yes. When she needs to be a a, a pair of tweezers. Yeah. Or a hammering um, in a nail. Yeah, like a like a surgeon's forceps. Yeah. Yeah. To hammer in a nail. <laughs> I did enjoy the moment of the one juggalo who had a, a shot at him, who had a shot at Clegane, yeah. just like maces him in the chest. Yeah. It's like, you didn't want to go for any of the weak spots. Like, yeah. you've just gone right in the middle. Where do you think his arm is going to be strongest? Like, in the middle of his chest. Yeah. Like, try it like... In the neck joint or something. Yeah, or in the arm between, the, like, where the arm joins. Or like yeah. He was no uh, Oberyn Martell, was he? No, no. No. And that's why he died. I liked, um, speaking of the Clegane brothers, I liked the reference um, to the hound and chicken. Remember how last time he was alive and he was like, if I hear one more word out of your mouth, I'm going to eat every chicken in this inn. Like that was like his big like meme was like, oh, really? he's the colonel. <laughs> he's got his whole chicken backstory oh, that I love. Yes, I remember yeah. that. His face on chicken buckets. I yeah. And now that I love they put in a chicken reference just as a little ha ha ha. Oh, I thought that was pretty good. Well, I didn't pick up on that, but I'm glad. I'm glad I've got you to point out all the jokes. Yeah, yeah. I was there going chicken. And everyone else was watching. It was like, what? And I'm like, because uh, I was watching about half a dozen friends and, and I was like isn't that a isn't that a, the thing we all know he says I'd prefer chicken and we all go ha 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 nah, apparently not <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah I like I, the preview for next week's episode I didn't see this I don't, wherever I watch my episodes from which I assure you is legal <laughs> uh, doesn't have these previews um was um it was all Ramsey versus Johnson ah right it was so who who are you who are you going for in that battle because there's a lot of good things about Ramsey. Everybody loves Ramsey. <laughs> uh, our hero, hero of the North. My, um, my favourite was when I interviewed George R.R. R. Martin, I said to him, so, um, you know, you, um, do you love all your characters? He's like, yeah, I love all my characters. And I'm like, what about um, Ramsey? And he's this, there's this pause and he just goes, Ramsey had a very difficult childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was cute. Um, the big question for me is what is the strength of the armies and what's the twist? Mm. Because... So who did Sansa write to? Exactly. I, I, if there's... Again, we are talking before in the context of penises about zooming in and enhancing. Um, this, the, when that sort of episode happened, I, I immediately hit pause and like trying to like squint and read what was written. And there are definite mentions in there to the veil. Um, so I reckon that she, like, who else would it be besides Littlefinger? That's who she's got something over. That's who she knows can marshal an army. Do you think it's a little bit like she just told him to get fucked and now she's got to write back and be like, oh, sorry, BT dubs, need your help. But I feel like when she said get fucked, she wasn't like, um, you know, fuck you. She was like, you fucked me hard and you owe me big time. Like she literally said, I'm going to kill you right now, but no. She's got him. She's got him right there. And that's kind of cool because like, I like her emergence as a, as a power player. Yeah. Um, now. That's how she'll discover her true mutation as, uh, <laughs> as one of the X-Men. Is, is, okay, because she's in the X-Men <laughs> movie. Is, yes. Yeah, great. All right, cool. which, which is not a good movie. <laughs> Isn't it? Oh, it's disappointing. Well, if they want to sling me a Sophie Turner interview, I'll take it. Fair enough. Um, Let's talk more about the X-Men on this Game of Thrones podcast. <laughs> yeah, because I've got so much knowledge of that. I love wheelchair magnet man. <laughs> no, he's wheelchair. There's, there's two different people. 
<laughs> I was doing it on purpose, Lee. Okay. Jeez. Um, it is possible, right, that she is trying to split um, Ramsay's army. So instead of saying, hey, come and fight along John, she's saying swing in and attack from the, where's the veil? From the east. Good, and then, good, geograph- good oh, geographical knowledge. I don't know. It's all kind of screwy in my head. It might be from the south, to be honest, but I don't know. Let's say it's, I know it's on the east coast, so whatever. Cool. Yeah. From Let us York. know. Yeah. Write us a letter. Yeah. <laughs> Tweet me at Dan DeVoof. Yeah. <laughs> you. Um, so maybe she's saying swing in and attack. And then they've got wildlings and 62 bear islanders. I think that's the extent of their army. A couple of um, crows from Castle Black and Davos. I think that's the extent of their army. Yep. Sounds about right. Oh, wait. They'll have, they'll have Brienne and Pod. <laughs> <laughs> on their boat? Yeah. What did we miss? <laughs> They're the Navy. That's why he was rowing so slowly in the goodbye, because now he's got one week worth of um, non-air time to quickly <laughs> row them all the way up to to the north. But um, they've got a pincer attack going. Right. With with the, the troops from the Vale and the Wildling Army, and they'll crush them in the middle. You don't reckon she was riding to Robin? I mean, the same thing as Ryan to Littlefinger, really. You're right. That's true. I don't know. I, because I, he'd also, he's also kind of in her pocket. Yeah. He's got a big old crush on her. Yeah. I would, I would love it to be someone else that we haven't thought of. I don't know who that is. Well, this is my third option. Oh, is okay. the Great Northern Conspiracy. So the idea that it's a fake direwolf's head. Oh. Um, Rickon was in on it all along. That kind of idea. So when... Gosh, who was it who presented the wolf's head to... It's either the Karstarks or the Umbers. So you reckon that was a fake set up by them because they're yeah. still loyal to the Starks. Yeah. So she's, but how does Sansa know that? How would she know to write to She them? doesn't. It's just going to happen. Oh, right. So separate to her writing to someone, then yeah. either Karstarks or the Umbers are going to yeah. kind of attack from within. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. You want to believe, like, just because of their name, you want to believe the Karstarks are loyal to the Starks. Uh, absolutely. That said, Rob Stark did chop off Daddy Karstark's head. So, Daddy Karstark. <laughs> Daddy Karstark. <laughs> Big Papa. Um, so, yeah, so there's going to be a twist. There's going to be a battle and a twist. That's what I reckon. Cool. Hope you're right. Yep. Oh, boy. And then episode 10. Uh, I think that will be just um, 45 minutes of just black. Just black screen. No, it's 69 minutes long, Lee. It's oh. the longest finale ever in Game of Thrones. Wow. So there's going to be heaps of exciting stuff. Oh, there's going to be so many cliffhangers. Fingers crossed. And we have to wait another year. And then none of them will be dead because they all found an actress who has soup. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, can't wait. Thanks for coming in. Hey, thanks for having me.